Derek? Oh, this isn't good. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're off to a bad start. Oh, Where's this isn't Jerk? the way things... Yeah, now I'm really worried. Okay, whatever. Let's see what happens. Uh, it's the... What day is it? It's the 8th of July, 2021. I'm Commander Jantrax, and this is the Loose Screws Podcast. Hopefully, um, this is the loosest and screwiest episode we might have ever done. Let's see how it goes down, I guess. Uh, Joining me today is Commander Chig. He's back. Hello. I'm so confused. You always go in alphabetical order. I thought you'd announce our guest first. I don't go in alphabetical order. I go in order of Discord, but... Which is alphabetical order. Yeah, which is also still... (laughs) Yeah. You you still skip somebody. (laughs) It's not... I I was I intention okay, God. <laughs> hi Chig. Anyway, Dubs is hi. here too. Hi Dubs. Hi. Uh, hate. Hello. How are you doing? Oh man, Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Commander <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Data is also here. Hi. Hello. Hello. Commander Nurgle. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. And special guest Apoc Five. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. How's it going? See, it's because he's special. He's not like a regular. So I that anyway. I don't know why that was so surprising and shocking to you all. <laughs> Only it, the unfair. <laughs> he's just I always, always get introduced first every week because I'm first in the alphabet among show regulars. So I assume okay. he just go down the list because like Ty does it that way because well. He's slow sometimes, so he needs to go in order or he'll forget somebody. Yeah, he he needs to go down the list. I forgot tracks being a mental giant like he is and, you know, knows how to get refunds in games. That guy doesn't need to go (laughs) in perfect alphabetical order. Uh, And yet I do. And yet you do. (laughs) Explain that. hmm? I, I always assumed it was order of importance, but let's just move on. Okay. So here's what I've got planned for this episode, assuming that I don't get completely derailed, which I welcome in this particular case. This week, headlines are, there was a small patch for Odyssey missions. Uh, the Elite Events calendar was teased and shown off a little bit. Uh, harassment of the CMs and devs, and uh, a lot of state-of-the-game videos and posts seem to be emerging uh, that's what's going on in my world. What's been up with Chig for the last two weeks? How long have you been gone? Man? Uh, I skipped the last two weeks. This would be three weeks since I was on the show, I guess. Right. If you have, you do math and stuff, which we know we all suck at. Um, I don't know. I've been not playing a lot of Elite Dangerous. I've played a lot of other games. I actually... Uh, followed FDev's lead as they pushed me towards other games, and I've been playing some Star Citizen, <laughs> and I've been playing some Battlefield, and I started playing some, uh, what is it, Left for Dead with my daughter and Dubs and Data, and we've we've been doing just a lot of other games, and like Dubs started playing seven, uh, not Seven Days Tonight. He's always played that. He's heard playing Star Dead. Citizen. I think he got it oh. 48 hours ago, and he's got 57 hours into it. So I, I don't Jeez. know how that works. Time Once travel. We're <laughs> bad at math. But uh, yeah, I had my annual tubing trip, so it wasn't like I was gone just because I was pouting about Elite disappointing me. Not Elite. 
FDev disappointing me. I actually went on my annual tubing trip, you know, and had fun doing that. And I, right, that was planned. Yeah, I, I sold two copies of Elite Dangerous during that trip. So you're welcome, FDev, because <laughs> talking about the podcast and what I've been doing in the last year since I talked to them, and uh, they they jumped on board. One guy, he he got home and he mess. He joined the Discord actually while we were tubing up. Loxley, uh, mm. I met him actually like I don't know, fifteen years ago, fourteen years ago, playing World of Warcraft, and became a real life friend. He lives. I don't know, like four hours from me. I see him once a year. He comes to the annual tubing trip. And now he's taking up uh, Elite Dangerous. And he messaged me. He goes, well, the game was cheap. But this flight gear is ridiculous. I'm like, you know, <laughs> play it for a while before spending any money on flight gear. Grab a, you know, loose Xbox controller or something and, and give it a go. But yeah, I, I, I got a couple of people that actually bought copies of the game and now we're playing it. I, God, I don't know how I feel about that, but um yeah you did this that's what i've been doing i know i should have been like, so if telling someone to play it with an xbox controller is giving the game its best attempt that's <laughs> oh, maybe not game. good advice yeah uh, like playing with an xbox controller would almost make me not want to play it because just yeah, you realize that there's mm -hmm. xbox players that listen to this show right <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry guys but your controller is inferior <laughs> And and I'm finally given a, a real go at, you know, the dual stick and holy fuck. Yes. I love it. Absolutely love it. So there there's that side of it. I'm actually back into CQC. I uh, play I played well, everybody knows I'm unemployed at the moment, so I'm just in the middle of the day just playing CQC, whatever. Um that's that's been a lot of fun doing the dual stick and having fun with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're gonna talk about later on uh, an event next week we're going to do. So, um, yeah, th there's that. Now I've taken up my allotment of time to talk about what's been happening in my life. Move forward. Uh, what are you playing? Um, CQC in horizons or odyssey? Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right. So I'll just be mad at, at, at FDev again. I've been playing it in both because I can't find okay. a game in horizons I log out, log back into Odyssey, and there might I might get a match. The problem is, is now instead of a match of five, six, seven, eight people, you get a match of two, three, four people, which is it's still fun, but really, especially I'm noticing on Odyssey side, it's a lot of newer players a lot of times. So it's just you know okay. cutting baby seals and stuff. So then Fresh it's go back over to Horizons. If I get a match, it's still less people than it was before. And and like after eight o'clock central time, I haven't found a match in either CQC at all. And I used to, you know, wow. knock out half a dozen, you know, 10 matches, you know, between eight and 10 p.m. central time before bed and it, without a problem. Right now, it's so hard to find a match. You don't know if you're going to find it in Horizons or Odyssey. Uh, the, you know, main group of like elite CQCers, you know, you have your Glamis, your Blastered, Blastered who plays in a, like a full six degrees of motion hydraulic rig in VR. He's on still, <laughs> you know, second most awesome. kills. He's got like 70,000 kills in CQC, but Blastered, Glamis, uh, six app. I, I hate to forget naming people. Beers plays a lot. There's a lot of guys who have, you know, either are elite rank or right in that, that tight group, Obi-Wan, you know, those guys, they're all 
in English times. So they always are playing team deathmatch during the day. And now that I'm not working right now, it's fun to hop in and be able to play team deathmatch with all those guys, you know, the actual cream of the crop players. So that's been fun. But then again, I'm overcoming muscle, muscle memory and learning how to do the dual stick thing. Like I try to, you know, thrust down and I thrust up because for some reason it feels natural that turn it that way rather than that way. And I'm like, I should just change it in the key binds. But it's like, well, then I'm just going to fuck myself because I should just learn it. And right. I babble on. But it's 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 been fun uh, you know there's still that crowd but like it used to be during the day with those matches with the elite players you'd have five six of the you know you know at least you know six seven eight prestige players and then you'd have a handful of players below that mix today it was mostly three on three three on four matches and everybody was eight time prestiged you know, it was just—it's just the regulars. Huh. You know, one random dude will hop in the match, and I feel bad for you know that kind of person hopping into that kind of meat grinder in team deathmatch. But it, it is what it is. That's they—they they just split the community again. You know, one more degree of separation. Which, and that's my favorite part of the game is just combat flying around. So yeah, once again. I was gonna. I said I was gonna be as salt free as possible tonight. You trapped me. All right, move on. I so Odyssey. Whatever. And tell Odyssey. the. Tr- I mean, tell the and truth. Rises. It's not. You're having fun with CQ. You're playing CQC. It was just a question about yes. where, where those matches are. Anyway, yeah. um, Dubs. That looks a lot. What you been doing? Uh, well, Chig kind of already told on me a little bit, but I've been playing a yeah. lot of other games. But I also have been playing Elite Dangerous. Don't don't let them make you think I hate the game. Uh yeah, but Star Citizen isn't isn't bad, but it makes me appreciate Elite Dangerous whenever you encounter the sheer number of bugs. I mean, it's expected that it's going to have bugs. They say it's got bugs. But when you experience the bugs and you go back to Elite, it's really not that bad. Just so it, it uh, one reset quick note. your threshold for where bugs exactly. Yeah, once you have become acclimatized to the bugginess of Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous doesn't look bad. But keep in mind, uh, Star Citizen, every single time you log in, you need to acknowledge that this game is full of bugs. They put up a disclaimer yes. <laughs> and let you know, hey, please acknowledge that you're going to have a shit show of a time in this game. So there is that. But just like Elite, it's still fun despite the bugs. But yeah, between that, Seven Days to Die, Left for Dead, and Battlefield, that yeah, it's been a busy week of gaming. Yeah, I haven't been at work. Been on mm-hmm. a little bit of a vacation, so. Right on. Yeah, I saw you guys in the middle of the day. I'm like, Dub, what's up with Dubs? Doesn't he work? No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, I just, I just fucking quit. I ain't going to work no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've just been playing video games. A lot. Oh, my God. A lot. I have done some work for our BGS. Uh, I've actually done a lot more work in the last week for our BGS than I have in a long time. And it shows. the absolute shit out of bounties in Ross 310. That's because I twisted uh, your arm. I went, I went and did some uh, freedom fighting for uh, our, independ- our newly independent faction brothers, splitting off from the, the increasingly evil federation. And uh, helped our our bros over at the Helsina Knights a little bit too with their BGS efforts. 
You have been busy. I gotta take more vacations like you, Dubs. I'm always busier See, than usual. When I what take helped vacations. me yeah. is my my little week long vacation started the same time my wife and kids were in Arkansas. Mm. So not only oh. was I not going to work, but I also <laughs> wasn't being obligated to do family things. It was just That's me and the dog. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) just me and the dogs in the computer and you've cracked the code. (laughs) Life was good. I will tell you, send, send the wife away, take a little vacation, (laughs) but I'm going to, I'm going to stop before she hears me. (laughs) She did did come home last night. So, (laughs) uh, all right. Hey, sounds like you're back. I am. What's up? Man, what you been up to? Twisting Dub's arms so you would do more BGS. Yeah. <laughs> Keep doing it. Uh, hold on. But it gets it gets more. Uh, and then responding to people thinking about streaming and telling them they should do BGS while they stream. Uh, yes, some of that done this week. <laughs> yeah. That's entertaining? <clears throat> hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We, we shot a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Uh, I did so much murder. Started a new job. I would say I oh, had good. worse jobs, but my worst jobs were the job that I just started again. Oh. And I hope my corporate overlord hears and fires me. Oh, God. You don't have to wait okay. for them to fire you. You can quit. You know that, right? But then I wouldn't get unemployment. It's, it's not illegal. Oh, that's true. You shouldn't Damn. announce your goal is to collect unemployment on a yeah scamming public. unemployment yeah, yeah. also illegal. It's not it's not scamming unemployment if they still fire him. I mean, no, I, well, I've, if it's with cause. <laughs> never mind. I've seen I, my current employer just keep people on so they don't have to pay him on pay him unemployment because staffing they them, keep you. <laughs> staffing them is cheaper than firing them, even oh, if they're God. causing nearly the same pay rate and damages per hour. Hmm. Hmm. What a system where it's cheaper to keep somebody as an employee. <laughs> Sadly, he's not wrong. Golly. All America. Right. Um, America, exactly. Uh, Data, what's been up with you, friend? He's been uh, bullying me into buying Star Citizen. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm into, not being blamed. I'm, I'm big into peer pressuring well, others. Well, Chig peer pressured Data, and then Data threatened me with physical violence, and that's yeah. how we all ended up with Star Citizen. Huh. None of that's ringing in, a, in other news. Oh, oh, having... oh, nothing. Data fell out of my ship while I was flying it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we mention uh, Dubs hit his ejection button in the hangar in Star Citizen first time oh, he was in his ship? <laughs> it's the, I died. Oh man! Don't don't hit your ejecto seat when you're still in the it closed works. hangar, kid. It actually works. Yeah, <laughs> it kills the shit out of you. <laughs> and then and then your ship will spawn. Like you go back down and you recall your ship, and it just shows up without a seat, and you're just like, "Well, shit." <laughs> go make an insurance claim. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Carry on, data. Okay. Yeah, yeah. On to data. <laughs> Permission to speak, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I took a little page out of Ty's book, hearing him talking about how he went on a little trip out in the black last week. I, I went a couple thousand light years out and landed on a couple planets, got some first footfalls, scanned some plants, and 
got bored of that pretty quick once I got out there. So I think I came back home like Saturday. Did did a bunch of BGS, running some missions on foot and in ship. I'm not I'm not good enough, you know, when I'm when I'm in a ship, I can just kind of go down the list and accept missions without paying too much attention to them. But on foot, there's some missions that I can't do. I'm not good enough at yet to do, so can't do quite as quite as many influence points on foot as I can in a ship. So I kind of yeah. combine them both. Get good, scrub. <laughs> the game is broken. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never responsible. America. America. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Been doing good. Been playing a little Star Citizen. Messing around with that some. Had some fun with Left 4 Dead, too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Nurgle, how about you, man? Well, it's, it's so far this week I have reinstalled Elite twice in an attempt to try to stop my crashing problem. Um, with limited success, I think I've gone from crashing five times an hour to crashing twice an hour. But, and this is the, the silly season for me at work, so I really haven't had more than a few hours to to play. Got to do a little bit of tag team with the uh, the streaming murder missions the other night before I crashed out of that, which led to my second reinstall of the week. But uh, not a lot going on, really. Still no joy. Like I said, I'm I'm down to to crashing maybe twice an hour now. The the last time I reinstalled, I optimized the hard drive, uh, installed Elite, and then went and deleted all of the config files just for for safety reasons, and then had uh, Elite boot up and recreate those config files from default. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that actually accomplished anything or not, but said I'm down to only crashing about twice an hour. <laughs> and again, it only happens in Elite. I can happily run any other piece of software for hours on end without fail. And that's Horizons. That is Horizons, yes. I'm still... Yeah. I, I know I have said for a while that I wasn't going to touch Odyssey until they either made significant changes or until July 1st came around. Well, I can't even run stable in Horizons. So... um I'm not. I'm not really feeling the Odyssey move at this point. Yeah, yeah. I still think your uh, RGB of your RAM has a lot to do with it. Well, I don't have RGB RAM, so I there's your problem. problem. There's your problem. Oh, Damn. Easy. Easy. My you know God. How much smoother this game runs with RGB RAM. <laughs> Guys, I've got it. RGB not, not that nothing, much better. and my Horizons does not crash. You're the exception. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thirty eighty is RGB. Oh my god! Oh, I don't have to respond to that, right? No, you don't. I can just kick no. him out. No. Yeah, yeah, you can. Just kick him from the server. Out. It's fine. What's that flushing noise I hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sound of the band hammer? <laughs> <laughs> that needs to go on the stream deck. Flushing noise. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Apoc. APOC 5 is, is how I've learned. Now, I definitely said APOC V because you know how you don't you don't say people's whole names uh, necessarily until 
you started a podcast where you said your own name uninvited. And then it was like, oh, it's APOC 5. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it have been? Um, You didn't know he was Roman? (laughs) (laughs) So um, you've been a member of the community for quite a while and uh, posted a few weeks ago uh, a a little podcast that you'd created a, a bit of news roundup. And um, I think you're doing an outstanding job, and we wanted to. I don't know. You you seem like good people. I mean, am I wrong? Let's 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 have this guy on the show, kind of thing. So, um, what's up forever with you? Tell the tell the people. Goodness. What do you? Who are you? What do you do? Is this um, is this an okay question to ask you right now? Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> Should just I have done leave a better on a job? high note, and I'll, I'll just I'll just leave the stream right now. We can end on that high note and I won't disappoint anybody. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, started, uh, you know, finally uh, scratched that, you know, 30, you know, that itch that every 30-something-year-old gets and started a podcast. Um, let's see, been playing Elite for uh, about two years as an addiction now, I think. Um, before that, it was kind of <laughs> off and on. Uh, on consoles, and then um, uh, at, at some point, I picked it up on the PC and just fell in love with it. So um, there's that. Um, really, really don't know what else uh, um, that way this week. <laughs> and, right. and elite, yeah, uh, really, really didn't have a bio prepared. I, I need to do that uh, sort of exercise in writing your own uh, um, obituary at some point, I guess. But. Um, <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, I, can, this, I can help. You, you've got. I, I know that you you share a lot of photos in like hardware. We, we've talked about like your our sim pits, if you will. And I know you've got some pretty elaborate well, yeah. stuff going on in there. And I know you you play VR sometimes. And we have a uh, we've had a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. I've um, I've been doing like sim racing for for quite a while now. So I had a a sim rig for that and um. When I really started getting hard into Elite, it was like, oh, let's add some, let's add a HOTAS to this. And then got into a flight simulator and uh, some old, some other like military flight games and just started playing around with that. All these things that when I was a kid, I dreamed of, you know, like, oh, yes. one day these kind of games are going to be so great. You know, when I, was playing, like, when I was playing like B17 uh, on, uh, you know, three and a half inch floppy um, desk yeah. on my old Hewlett Packard computer and playing that. It's like, Oh, one day this is going to be, you know, by the time it was amazing. But then you get older and it's like, Oh, you know, one day these flight sims are going to be something and I'm, I'm going to have this awesome rig and everything. And then it hit me one day. Oh my God. Uh, I can kind of do that now. <laughs> you know, I, I have the means and the ability to, to, you know, finally, you know, fulfill all those little childhood fantasies. And uh, so, yeah. I've just been really going hard into the the whole sim aspect of it. And uh, earlier today, I was looking at Soviet-era MIG control panels on eBay. Like, oh, I can buy <laughs> one of these and pop an Arduino in it and turn it into a button box for Elite. I'm always curious uh, when, you know, somebody becomes... I mean, you've just woven yourself right into the fabric of 
the Loose Screws community? I mean, you, you came aboard. I mean, how, how did you find us and how did you that end up sticking around? I mean, I, I'm amazed that you lasted through the whole intro we had where we rambled <laughs> oh. entirely. I thought we were going to get back to you and, and it's like, APOC, you there, buddy? But you're yeah. still so here. So, so I, that might have answered my own question. But how did you find us and, and why did you stick around? I think it was uh, just one day looking for m- more content. And, uh, you know, one thing about a community or a game like Elite is there's always a great community around it. And the community itself is really what keeps the games going through. Like right now, we're having, you know, a really rough patch. And um, so last year, whenever, um, just, you know, looking, I was like, hey, I wonder what, what Elite podcasts are out there. And uh, just, you know, signed up subscribed to them all and uh, started listening at um, during the work week uh, at work. And um, I was like, huh, you know, all these British guys and everything. That's cool. That's cool. Ah, there's a guy with a Southern accent. Oh my God. He's from Texas. I'm in Georgia, (laughs) by the way. So um, yeah. And you know, that, that definitely moved you guys up to the top of the list to have, uh, have that American podcast there. Um, Tribalism. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although I'm a bit of an Anglophile, so you know I watch a lot of BBC and and stuff. So um, I love listening to those guys too. But um, but yeah. So after you know hearing the podcast, I was like, I need to join up in that Discord and and see what's going on there. They seem like a good bunch, and turns out pretty good, pretty good group of guys. Nice. Oh, all right. That seems fine. Appreciate that. Oh, that's God. an acceptable answer. Carry I, on. Uh, I actually just used the convenience search function on Discord, and uh, we're very, very close to your one-year anniversary being in the Discord. Ooh, uh, happy almost day, cake or, day! Yeah, yeah. twenty-one days uh, as of recording. Until you know, being being locked in during a pandemic will make you do you know questionable decisions, but uh, but <laughs> that one turned out yeah. to be all right. I keep forgetting uh, yeah. that that happened so long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Anytime um, I think about the the start of the pandemic, I'm like, yeah, it's a couple months oh, ago. Hold right? on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Please remember, there's still large parts of the world that are still still locked down. Or there's still more still in this thing. country. Oof. Yeah. Fifteen days to lower the curve. All right, let's move on. Enough pandemic <laughs> talk. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is there anybody I haven't done yet? I just got interdicted by somebody who wants my illicit cargo. You said you didn't do car combat. I, during the I, well, I took some missions you. that required me to bootleg. Okay, I just finished them off. All right, I'm out of here before I get scanned. And and I do uh, want to add, because I forgot to say this, but last Thursday, so the night of the last show, Chig, get ready with your old man jokes. Oh, boy. Last Thursday was my KMA day. I am officially eligible for retirement on number of years third. <laughs> uh, you did the joke for me. It's all good. Thanks. I just wanted to set, make sure you were set. You teed now, up. now so, if you just learn how to fly oh, your spaceship, we'd be in good shape. Yeah, well, it hasn't happened oh. yet. What makes you think it's going to start now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, now, okay. did APOC, did you uh, plug the your your show? You, you've been hosting on oh, YouTube, yeah. too, uh, haven't you? Yeah. You've done the... Yeah. Uh, no, just the podcast and all the usual places. Okay. Um, Elite Comms Check. Um, easiest way to find it is either on Twitter or on Anchor, and they'll give you the link to 
all of the various places, but just uh, pretty much any podcast uh, app you're using, type in uh, Elite Comms Check, and it should pop up right there. And roughly, it's just another, just night. Nice quick synopsis of what's oh, yeah. happening with your own twist on it, which is appreciated because there's so much content produced for Elite Dangerous. Well, sounds like that might be reducing, but there's so much content <laughs> produced for Elite Dangerous that it's nice to have these compact things like, you know, uh, Galnet and the Burr Pit thing yeah. and, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, I wanted stuff. to keep it. Sh- I wanted to keep it short, ideally about five minutes or so every episode. Just, um, when I started, we were kind of in that, you know, period where all the updates were coming out right after the expansion. And so there was kind of a glut of information, you know, twice a week, once on the Super Cruise News stream. And then again, when the update notes came out and it was, you know, quite a lot to, for anybody to keep up with. And I just wanted to be able to condense that down for people that, you know, don't have, you know, time to listen to all the all the podcasts you know they have their one or two favorites that they listen to once a week but do you want to stay current with you know you know well, what was that cg cg going on this week what was you know the the latest you know developer news if there's if there is any yeah, you pull out the good nuggets, is what. Yeah. You're right, and 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 just put it out there so real quick you can get the highlights, and then and then go on to to your other favorite podcasts, and when they come out during the week. And but, I think uh, there's there is definitely a space in the elite podcast universe for the elite version of headline news. Yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah. That's, there's a yeah, lot of people, us included, it. who will ramble on for hours. <laughs> there's right. definitely what? a space. What? I'll tell you when the. I'll tell you when the uh, where the idea struck me or, or how it struck me, and but you cannot tell Kai this because he <laughs> will take credit for it. <laughs> uh, no, it was during one of his podcasts that he had on several other stream, you know, on Elite Week, and uh, he had several other content creators on, and these, you know, people that are pretty, uh, pretty, you know invested in what's going on and the heavy hitters yeah yeah the heavy hitters you know uh they they pretty much make a living uh or a substantial part of you know their income off of playing the game and creating content and even they didn't have enough time for whatever was going on that week to to know what was going on um and 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 they said that it's like oh wow I, I, i didn't know that happened i didn't know that happened i don't have you know I didn't, you know, watch the streams. I didn't have time. I didn't, you know, lurk on the forums all week or anything like that. And I was like, if they can't keep up with it, the, you know, average player, you know, definitely can't. So, so that's You're where right. the, the nugget of the idea came from. But don't tell Guy that. And, uh, but now he's getting you know he's shows. listening. He has heard <laughs> it. And, oh, and uh, on that, no, I, I, Kai, like he started, Elite Week was a part of this show. Uh, initially and it was a great concept and it started just getting long because of the fact that there is so much content he was trying to fit it all into a segment of the show that then ended up having to become its own show because there's just so much content so the brief little snippets help so much with that dividing that up rather than trying to cram it all into one you know tiny you know, compact nuggets. So the more blurbs like that, like headline news, like Nurgle said, God, you're fucking old. Uh, <laughs> that just, that just, that just, you know, people need that. And attention spans just aren't what they were, you know, 
years ago. We we need stuff. Just give me the good stuff, and we'll figure it out from there. So I I, I really appreciate what you're doing with that. So well, thank you, job. thank you. And I, I joke because I do know he's listening, and I and I do appreciate the shout out he gave yeah, there, on, the, on the show last I, week. Also, so there's I'm a just good chance I might be that. popping up on his show tomorrow night. Sweet. So there we go. Yes. Um, okay. And I've just fought off the second interdiction. All right. I guess I guess that's just that's just me then. Um, anyway, th- yeah. Thanks, Apoc, for coming on the show, and um, you know, stick around for the rest of the discussion. Obviously, because I want to know uh, what you think. I care what you think because I think your opinions matter. And okay, so what I've been doing for the past week, I didn't miss a week. Le- no, I was there. I was there last week. Okay, okay, it's fine. Um, I actually have been playing a lot of Elite lately. Uh, it's funny because when Odyssey first came out and I was like kind of bummed and, and miffed about the state of it right away, I, I kind of was like, I need a break from this. It's not working the way I want it to. I'm disappointed. And I went and played other things for a while. And then um, in mid-June when everything really, really went away for me, um, and I decided to uh, pursue a refund for Odyssey and, and got that uh, one way or the other. Uh, then I started playing more. <laughs> I went back to Horizons, <laughs> which works great and is the same game that we love. And, and, and I went back to Horizons. So then I was like feeling pretty good. It was like, hey, guys, it's all still here. There's actually not that much to be upset about. And like, who knows, maybe someday Odyssey will be good. And then you can go back to it. But for now, we can just play the thing we've always loved. And uh, I was feeling really good. We did a few streams like like Dubs and, and Data, uh, each and each and both. And Nurgle joined me for um, some some things. We, we hunted feds for the CG on Independence Day. And uh, we put up just, just stupid numbers of bounties for the faction on another night. Um, and it was glorious and fun. It all runs in VR perfectly. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like as though the game was made to work that way. Um, and then I don't know. And then and so, but today I find myself really kind of bummed out about it all, um, just because of kind of the the things, the series of kind of events that are happening. And they, and they even though I'm not I'm not an Odyssey owner now, I just. I, I don't know. It's so. It's just disheartening that that this is what's going on with with the thing that I love. So I don't know. I'm roller coastering pretty hard, you guys. So anyway, now I'm in. I'm in Horizons. I'm running missions for the faction while we do the show and and trying to stay positive because there's there's nothing else. Um, you know, you guys talk about Star Citizen. That's a no go. I'm I'm not going to switch to a buggier game uh, that also doesn't play in VR. Uh, and I, I don't know. So I guess what, yeah, what is play the, Star Citizen in VR? Come on, yeah. give me a break. Just saying. Just saying. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't even claim to support VR. No, it doesn't. Um, but you can see a lot of videos of people playing it in VR. It, it, it's functional. I'm sure. I'm sure. But no, it's barely. It's. I'm not. God, I don't want to promote Star Citizen. But <laughs> that me and Dubs have both said this as we've been. It, both of us in the last week, we discovered, well, discovered the game, fuck it, started playing the game, you know, and yeah. uh, obviously 
bugs. There's definitely bugs. Not as many as sure. were advertised, you know, about people. And a lot of that is just the reputation they gained over the last few years. But the biggest thing that I took away and I think Dubs has taken away, and he's said it multiple times, is if we could just have Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen have a baby, uh, what does Ty say? Mm. If they could just kiss and make a baby, because that's how he thinks babies are made. If they could just kiss yeah. and have a baby, <laughs> and we could get Star Dangerous or Elite Citizen, I would be fucking ecstatic. Because the first person side and just the depth and uh, and honestly, running through your starship getting old, I'm calling bullshit right now. It's fucking badass. You're in space. You open your back hatch and you look out into space. From the back yeah. of your ship is pretty goddamn phenomenal. Spacewalking, jumping space out of your walk. ship and flying oh around your God. ship, dude. Bruh. Yeah. If it, they it, if they just put the first person aspect of this game into Elite, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm definitely in love with that. If they could somehow combine them, I, I, I it'll never happen. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but the vision of Elite when you know you hear David Braben talk about. Elite Dangerous back during Kickstarter days, it really is kind of what Star Citizen is doing right now. And it it it's depressing that they're not combined. You're running around these giant cities in Star Citizen. You're having to take trams to get from one side of the city to the other to get around. And it's like you're in this giant thing. And I'm like, God, what if I was riding in one of those little carts that go around the starport, you know, and just, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, There's that's analogous stuff. to Super Cruise, right? It's it's like, it, well, okay, okay. I, we should there, there's there's actually a point in the notes where I was going to talk about kind of exactly your point there, but okay, the, yeah, the, I didn't the mean the thing to cut that I'm meaning now is is really like there isn't a replacement for this game because uh, you could say like Star Citizen might be the closest thing, but it doesn't have a proper VR implementation, and that's really that's pretty that's, much what I said. One pinch point. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing for me. Like, I would still own Odyssey if it wasn't for VR. We'll go play No Man's Sky. In spite of everything else. Well, okay, there's No Man's <laughs> Sky. I don't see No Man's Light Sky has, a the, joke. <laughs> has the correct VR implementation and almost nothing else. So do we need a menage a trois? <laughs> they, <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing that No Man's Sky has, other than the proper VR, that I think FDev could... Well, I wish they would lean more towards with uh, with their planet generation is the the little bit of secret sauce they have with the way they do the procedural generation of the the landscapes and the um, the flora in the in the game, all the different plants and and stuff. Um, you know, where maybe one out of every hundred or so planets you end up going to has a like an actual biome, something like you end up seeing in No Man's Sky. Not in the cartoony Fisher-Price version that you get there, yeah. but in the, you know, elite, you know, art style and everything. But doesn't FDev already kind of have that base work with Jurassic, Planet, Dinosaur World, whatever <laughs> it is, and Planet Zoo? They've got zoo, yep. procedural generation for like, you know, not entire worlds, but big sections of worlds and plants and animals and I, that's where I'm confused why it's so hard for them. So maybe right. Elite and Planet Zoo need to have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're totally, I mean, specifically to that, I mean, obviously they're totally different teams working on totally different games. It, just because they're the same engine doesn't mean they're remotely compatible. 
Like, and, you know, every every game in the world made made on Unity is not just like combinable. Yeah, but right? they're not just being the put together under the same roof. I, you know, I don't, yeah. this is a game that put together a 400 billion star system that we can travel to trillions of planets and do stuff. To me, that has always blown my fucking mind that mm-hmm. we can go travel the entire Milky Way galaxy. But then they put together a first person shooter aspect and a planet generation that it looks like what we have. You know what I'm saying? And, and just just to add on to that, what is the explored percentage of the galaxy in Elite? Is it like half a percent? percent? Yeah. Not even. I think it's like a hundredth of a percent or something it, it crazy. Is. It's like a yeah. It's minute. It's it's less than half of one percent. Yeah, it's like one tenth of one half of one percent after seven, eight years. Yeah. Mind boggling. So, Fast. Yeah. Vast. Okay. Um, so let's, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, uh, jump on to squad update. Here we go. Do it. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. All right. Um, not many things going on right now, but some important things going on. So we have kicked off into expansion. Um, kind of not where we wanted from uh, while we were busy trying to get either Ross or Kama into expansion we weren't paying attention and G740 Cassiopeia uh, went into expansion that's about 8 days from its window at the moment and unless something significant changes now and then we are definitely going to the system Rukba it is the only open slot within uh, V740's expansion cube, so not a lot. Uh, we, we can't influence where we're going, so that's kind of set in stone. As of this evening, we are pending war in V640 Cassiopeia. I know those names are confusing when you hear them close to each other. Uh, this is for system control in V640, and it's worth mentioning that the last time we fought and one system control in V640. That was the Odyssey bug that deprived us of everything except the victory. So we uh, we didn't get system control. We didn't get an asset. One so no assets. Are, yeah, so here we're doing it all over again. Uh, and that will be a war. Uh, we are close, probably a day away from matching the controlling faction in Utomi. That will be an election for system control. Um, we've kind of the um the Leon Rui power play people have asked us since we have a favorable government and we're in their control bubble to please move into Six Andromeda and take over there. I think it's a Confederacy faction that has that system right now, so it's non favorable to their bubble. And we have told them that yeah, as soon as we clear our our current expansion will be happy to do that to help you. And then in, in Good kind to of have fact, friends. Yes. We yeah, I mean, we're corporate. We fit, you know, good with Leon Rui's power play. We overlap part of their bubble. It's kind of the smart thing to uh to be on good terms with them. Um and then in other faction news, at the very beginning of this week, we briefly eclipsed 
six billion total population within the faction. That has since fallen off as systems have changed influence level since then. But that was our first time over six billion. Um, we are currently at 5.89 billion population, which um, for those of you who look at Zoe's Galactic Almanac, which is kind of, of all things, factions in Elite, that makes us the 99th most populous faction in the galaxy. So we are in the Galactic Top 100. Ooh. Yay. Yay. Nice. So that's where we stand. Nice. Thanks for the update. Um, next on my list is the Galnet recap. Does anybody been paying attention to Galnet and wants to talk to me about Galnet? Please, thank you. I will just say that a week ago when this started, I believe we actually talked about this, that there wasn't any way in hell that the, the, the Federation players are going to allow a bunch of right. factions to break away, and they won four to nothing. Yeah. Uh, it wrecked only Fed they Boys. Away, they took yeah. the other factions with them. Yeah. So I think, um, I guess it was it was last Friday, almost a week ago. So the day after it started, I did a stream, decided to go out there. Well, that's right, because it was Independence Day. I uh, went out there and uh, celebrated Independence Day in the United States by helping a Federation faction declare independence from the Federation and went in there and open, uh, hoping to meet some resistance. Um, we saw several players in Horizons who were not with us, but only one of them was hostile. And um, do you remember the name, Dubs? It was something Prophet, and he was a member of the CQC uh, yeah. squadron. Right, he was uh, in the he was, in a, he was yeah. listed as a squadron. He was a pretty beefy anaconda. That thing yeah, he, took he a, put up a took hell weapon. of a fight um, against. I think there, I had my Corvette, and then uh, there were two others with us. Um, yeah, it was it should have been a pretty tough fight, and he he put up a hell of a fight before uh, bugging out. So congratulations <laughs> to Prophet. I think there was something more to the name, but it's Prophet. Well, there's more the to it than just yeah. Um. So that CG is over, and they won four tier tier four to tier zero. So that's that's about as much of a win as as you can get according to the rules of this particular CG. Is that right? Well, whooping tiers went up to eight, and I was kind of hoping we would just completely dust them, but you know, yeah, it was enough to meet all of the rewards for as far as like, did all right. of the factions uh, succeed. Yeah, yeah there was as, only four on the block, so um, okay. right. As long as you got past and, three, because as long as it they didn't lose, um, as a lad shoe was going to right. get it maintain its independence, and then it brought three up to three extra along with them for each tier. So yeah, and on the individual leaderboard, didn't one commander have over a billion bonds turned in? <laughs> Do I remember that right? Yes. There were some people that need some serious help <laughs> that <laughs> participated in that CG. Let me look. Uh, I don't know. Like there's a new up, CG already. Ups. I'm really guessing that they probably were off of work and their wives were out of town. Uh, 1.5. 1.5 billion. All right, Mr. Top Commander, you need to go see someone. Get some assistance. <laughs> 
<laughs> Get some help. <laughs> yeah. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. Yeah, and the, the new community goal that up it that is up is literally to help the Kumo crew produce drugs. Oh, oh nice. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm not sure how the game keeps its PG rating when it's turning its players into drug manufacturers. <laughs> but, well, as long uh, as you can't there, stun there people before killing them, you're fine. <laughs> and anything special in the rewards for that? Uh, I've now told you all I know about it. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to get my mouse to behave so I can look at it. <laughs> I did not look any of this up before. I didn't even know there was a new CG, honestly. I, I didn't either. I haven't paid yeah, attention the, today. It, it's a, there's a bounty voucher reward. if you, choose, you, can, you can either deliver the drug manufacturing materials or the farming materials they need, or you can do um, combat bounties to yeah. protect the system. Protect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just says handsomely rewarded. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if the money, probably if you, monetary. Yeah. If you do the deliveries, each completed tier, um, will ensure effective distribution of resources and equipment to locally supply the medicinal drug. Um, great. Yeah, so, it's, it's just going to make the drug available for sale. <laughs> yeah. Lower reasons. All right. Uh, okay. Well, Unless anybody has more to say about Galnet that I didn't pay attention to. Oh, for God's sake, I'm being attacked at a nav beacon now. Who are you? All right, fine. I have to blow this guy up. Stupid anaconda. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk while blowing up an anaconda, apparently. Yay. Dev news. On Tuesday, the Super Cruise news ran. Uh, I was a little surprised because I thought they told us that news was going to be slow and they were going to do every other week. But here they were showing up with a stream. So, okay, whatever. Bye. So Super Cruise news happens. Uh, They released a small patch. There really wasn't much to talk about. The patch has some um, missions fixes for Odyssey, some things that were still going wrong. It was... I guess basically this qualifies as a hot fix. And then um, they, well, I guess what, there's one noted here, rebalancing faction influence effects once again. Right. From And it's important that it says from repeatedly winning and losing various scenarios at installations and megaships. So that, okay. is, that is not Odyssey related. Yeah. Um, something yeah. that probably... 90% of the elite community does not know is that all of those non-landable installations and megaships that are out in systems all have the opportunity to um, spawn various scenarios. And it's usually you either pick the attacking side, like it works like a Steezy. You pick a side and you're okay. on the yeah, attacking yeah. side or the defending side. And some of those require various states in the system to spawn. Some don't. It's kind of confusing and not honestly well-researched. But if you hang around one, there's a chance the scenario will spawn. When you win one of those scenarios, you get a bump in influence. And, of course, you're getting bounties in that system for whichever side you're on. So if you're attacking, you're getting bounties for whichever faction for whichever faction is attacking and if you're defending you're getting bounties for whoever owns the installation. That is a hyper-efficient way 
to either explode or tank uh, a faction that owns one of those installations. Okay. Because they will sit there, especially if there's um, a, a conflict going on in the system that tends to make these scenarios spawn more, spawn more often. Mm. And they will sit there and chain back to back to back to back to back. Um, and you can get millions in bounties. You can get combat bonds if it's a combat um, state in the system. And and on top of that, there are influence changes to the various parties. Um, and that honestly has needed to be tweaked for a while because it's far too easy to grossly manipulate a system with that. Now, that, of course, is that, that just came out Tuesday Scenarios were not something that were well researched to begin with in the BGS community, so we don't know what the net effect of that is going to be. But I think you're going to see far less crazy, wonky stuff going on um, in some systems because of that if they've balanced it properly. Right. So it's interesting that they're saying, you know, this is specifically from chaining them. You know, it right. sounds, seems like the smart fix would have to do with the chaining of it and not the effect of running it once, which Correct. My would guess, be fairer to leave that in place, right? My my hope would be that they basically put a mandatory delay time between these scenarios respawning. So you can't just sit there and repeatedly like one never-ending mm-hmm. conflict zone. Um, I'm not sure I have that much faith in FDEV at the moment, but that's what I hope they do. Okay. Yeah, I've only ever run those scenarios when um there was there was has been a few CGs that were combat CGs but there weren't any um uh uh zones, there weren't any conflict zones, but we needed bonds. Right. So, that's the only time I've I've ever been involved with those, so it wasn't like factions I was particularly concerned with, you know. Um just the outcome of the CG, so uh, all right. Well, that's interesting. Remains to be seen, I guess. So then um, uh, the other thing that went on was they, they talked about the calendar that uh, Zach has been working on. Looks nice. Um, I don't know. Comments about the calendar? Anybody? Nothing groundbreaking, but nice to have an official community calendar on the uh, on the website. Right. Hopefully... Right. Hope, hope, big hope that you know you'll at least one day be able to see that info in game, and you know it'll direct you to the website to you know right. whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. So word on that. I mean, that was directly asked, and the word was was basically, you know, no plans for that, but they sincerely want it to happen. Yeah. Um. So maybe someday it ends up on the roadmap kind of deal. So that's fine. Um, okay, so then um, did anything happen? No, I, don't, I didn't write anything down for Wednesday. I think uh, that brings us to today. The stream today was this uh, pirate pirating stream that <laughs> Art uh, teased and and apparently got the likes that he wanted to get out of uh, out of um, uh, Twitter. Twitter. What does he post on? Yeah, I anyway. Think so. 100 likes on Twitter or something like that. So they did a pirate stream. I didn't watch it. It happened. Actually, I got an alert on my phone like super they early did. this morning. 
Yeah, they did it twice today. Oh, okay. okay. They did a morning stream and then took a break and did another one at the regular time. Oh, all right. That's fine. I hope it was fun. I hope they got blown up and also blew other people up or something. I don't know. Pirating. I guess you don't want to blow people up for pirating. Um, <laughs> funny, funny thing happened. Um, at one point, um, they were, they were doing, you know, stuff on an installation. I, I don't know what the pirate, I know in the morning stream that they did, uh, it was like nine o'clock here. Um, they did like two hours and they had someone else on and they were doing, uh, different. I, I only saw about 10, 15 minutes of it and they were doing stuff in space and um at one point they were doing some like fa off like training stuff they had someone teaching them how to do um almost yep. like a pit maneuver <laughs> you see the cops do where they like you know stop a vehicle or something it was it, i need to go ah, back okay. and do the whole cool. thing um yeah so some interest might be some neat things there but in the afternoon stream i was on my way home and just had the audio playing and um um some they were playing an open and some commanders started to show up and at one point killed them all and and <laughs> the funny thing was Bruce used some you know god mode magic and actually said on stream hey uh, well I think Arthur said on stream hey it'll be too boring to watch us uh, you know I'll take taxis and group back up at Jameson you know Bruce is just going to teleport us all back there together which uh, still took ooh. like 15 minutes yeah which still took like 15 minutes for them to get back in the taxi together to to go to the site <laughs> but um, because it it came up during I think Arthur said hey how did you Bruce had died and they were still fighting in this installation. He was like, how'd you get back so quick or whatever? And he's like, oh, I used a little God mode magic. And Arthur was like, oh, you sneaky thing. And so yeah. when they all ended up dying, um, he just set out and opened, oh, I'll just, uh, I'll just whisk us all away back to, uh, huh. yeah. So, but it was, it was just funny that, it, yeah, it was just funny that, oh, it'll be too boring of gameplay to watch. So we're going, we're going to <laughs> watch, watch us play the game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I think I get what you're saying there. Playing the game like we're supposed to is too boring for them. A lot to like do. us poor yeah. regular, you know, or lab. peasants. The peasants. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. <sighs> and Arthur was was a little bit punchy and uh, uh, with uh, with people oh, in the comments. Upset, probably, yeah. probably, probably very deservingly. I didn't get to see the uh, the chat, so I'm 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 sure they they deserved it and. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he told more than one person or, or just, you know, asked rhetorically, why are you watching if you, if you're not having a good time either watching the stream or playing the game, why are you here? And, you know, go, go find something else to do. Yeah. Rather than yelling at him about how you're not having fun and don't like elite. Yeah. Perfectly yeah, fair. That, 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 that yep. definitely, that definitely is coming after some of the other stuff I know we're going to talk about later. We should definitely right. find a game that we don't like, and we should go harass them at those streams. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently that's the yeah. thing to do. Apparently. Sign me up. Oh my god, this FDL is going to pull me too. This is ridiculous. Why did I take all these bootleg liquor missions? <laughs> because drinking <sighs> is cool. Yeah, apparently. All right. Who needs livers? <laughs> Liver optional. <laughs> For optional, jeez. Okay. Um, 
All right. So yeah. So let's 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 get into this. So the the next thing that I put down is I I noticed these all kind of happen today. Um, well, for one thing, the this uh, post from from Arthur about um, how, how do I put this? Like like harassing. You know, like basically, I'm not going to tolerate harassing of the CM team and the devs anymore. Um, if you're not if you're being impolite and, and things like this, um, you know, whatever, I'm not going to read the thing verbatim. Obviously like this is, this is stuff that we agree with. Um, we have said over and over and over again that, um, you know, none of the devs, the, the, the CMs deserve your impolite language and all the complaints that we have about what's going on with the game. Um, we don't believe has anything at all to do with the CMs and at most very, very little to do with the devs. And I think this is all, this is all boardroom stuff. Um, if, if you're harassing your, your, you know, community managers, what, what do you want? Like to that? Yeah. Go, go find something else to do. Hopefully something that doesn't involve any other humans because you are just, trouble i i don't know i don't know what else to say about it, it you know the, okay so anyway we don't need to feed those trolls anymore but they make this post on the forum and uh they're right to do so uh, this has nothing to do with expressing sincere uh thought out founded opinions about the game and its development it has to do with politeness being constructive um eh. You know, th- things happen. Things happen to people who are public figures in any sense, and um, it's usually terrible when when the, when there's any kind of negativity involved. It, it gets terrible. So then we have these YouTube videos, and just to lay this all out, and then we can, I guess, discuss this in a in the blob form. Uh, Obsidian Ant was the first one that I watched kind of a bit of uh, state of the game from his perspective, what's been happening, how he feels about it. And and I think what he essentially outlines is like a monthly checkup, I think, for him personally. Um, what I found interesting about this is that I know Obsidian Ant and a few others, Down to Earth Astronomy, for example, they don't exclusively play Elite. Right there's other things that they're dipping themselves into, other games, other hobbies that are part of their YouTube and and streaming presence and and life, and I think that has caused them to sort of be some of the last to tilt toward the negative. Not that they were shying away from pointing out flaws and things like that, but it's it's different. Like to say, like I really think there's a major problem here, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. Um, those videos have started to come, and uh, Obsidian also cited uh, the video from Hawks Gaming and the video from Drew Wagar, which are harsher. Um, I didn't actually watch Drew's video yet. I was going to, and then we started the podcast. Uh, Hawks Gaming. What he lays out in his usual fashion, which is very verbose, uh, <laughs> is how this is his only game. Like, and he he also, I guess, had a had an injury that 
provided him with an opportunity at the release of Odyssey to basically be putting in over 12 hours of play a day for a long time. And the specific point that we started to get to, besides the bugs and things like that, like to, to really cut to the chase, the thing that I came away from the Hawks Gaming video with is this business with the slur campaigns. This is the, the yeah. material that was fixed essentially in the last patch because its spawn rate was next to nil or, or something like that. So Hawks Gaming playing so much so early, he was way ahead of everybody. He had all the unlocks done. The only thing he couldn't get was these slur campaigns and he had seen a couple before it really became an issue and actually talked to some of the CMs about it saying, hey, what's the story with this? I've only seen like, I've only seen these like twice. Apparently you need these. I didn't even know what was going on with them. And he got kind of a, well, they're definitely into the, in the game, but probably not spawning right. We're looking into it sort of answer. And then time passes and other people start to catch up. And pretty soon there are thousands of people that he's interacting with in his Discord and other places that are all unable to find these things. And the, the word from FDev is still oh, they're in the game. Don't worry, we'll make them spawn a little more. But they stick to their guns and they never admit that they are impossible to find. And what they basically, what he's saying is these things actually were impossible to find. They were only spawning in this particular situation where you can't actually collect them. You could and see them, but you can't collect and, them, and which is, I think, in a conflict like, zone, right? Like Correct. 300 hours in the first week or two of the game yeah. releasing and searching for these things. Like that's what they're doing, and and not and then not just him, you know, tons of people, and so he can he feels he can say with complete confidence that they weren't in the game, effective. I mean, you know, they couldn't be collected in the game, and yet FDev sticks to their statement of they are, you know, and so this is kind of an example of another failure to communicate, and they were and, very coy about it. On the sorry, they're very coy mm. about it on the streams too. Anytime they would mention it, they were like, you know, we assure you they're in, they're in the game, they're there. But then uh, it was very much a wink and a nod of like, oh, we know they, you know, are very hard and that they're unicorns or whatever to find. But you know, we assure you that they're there. And it's like, well, if a slur campaign, uh, you know, appears in the woods and no one's around to <laughs> see it, you know, is it really yeah. there? If they can't be collected, yeah, what's you know, what even is that? So. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, that 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 was my major takeaway from that, and I did want to just kind of open it up. Like, this is this is hard because you know you have somebody like Hawks Gaming that is extremely dedicated to the, like like as he as he points out, like this is this is his whole thing, and he's this is it. This is the it's. The same way that I think I felt too. It's it's this loss of trust. It's this betrayal of. Mm. I, I really I really hate saying promises, you know, stuff like that. Like, cause cause plans can change. That's fine. The issue is the way they talk about it. It's it's changing your mind about VR and then essentially denying it without. You know, you like accept it without accepting it. Like even when I pointed it out directly to them and made them say, like, yes, we changed our language on this, but that still means nothing. 
that is the that's the betrayal. Like change your mind and admit it, and then do the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. Slur campaigns like this doesn't totally matter. Um, it sucks for him and people like him that have put hundreds and hundreds of hours on this specific thing. But at the end of the day, like it's just a game, right? And if it had been handled right, then that's what we'd all be thinking, I think, for the most part. But instead, it's like, why are we still being told these? It makes me, it takes me back to standing up on stream before the release and saying, oh, this alpha you've been playing was a, was a branch. We're way further mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, once again, I'm not looking at you, community managers. I do not believe that you're telling me anything other than what you are told. And what else could you possibly tell me? But FDev is fucking you over when they give you lies and they make you stand up and repeat them to us over well, and over that, again. The person on stream, yeah, the person that was on stream that you know assured us that this was just a eight week. Branch that was yeah. Piers Jackson, the game director. That's as right. top oh, as God. you get on the game itself. That was saying that on stream with uh, when they had uh, um, Dr. K Ross on too for, to talk mm-hmm. about the planetary tech. And he said that you're looking at an eight week old branch. There have been all these improvements, all these changes. You're you're not seeing anything that really looks like the the finished game. We just wanted to test these individual systems uh, that were in each um, week of that you know, uh, yeah. alpha period. And, and that was it. There is no other higher authority other than David Braben himself that could have made that comment. And he did. That's and, yeah. Yeah. And it's, Go on, it's, there. Go not the, it's not the fact that there was a bug or that they changed course or whatever. It's the fact that it's the betrayal that, that makes everybody angry. Because we all accept the fact that there are going to be bugs. We all accept the fact that you know things they say they want to develop, they may not be able to, or they may change course. That's part of playing a video game. But it's when you, when you deny the bug exists, or you, you, know, you have the game director sit there and say that it's a brand. You know, it's it's the betrayal that really pisses people off, and that is a one hundred percent avoidable reaction. Absolutely. Just be honest with your players. It, Most of us are same, adults. We can handle it. The rest are trolls. Yeah. It's the same way I feel about ship interiors. I'm not mad that ship interiors are not here. I am mad that no one is talking about it as if it's something that they would like to do. That, you know, we, you know, when we get the time and the resources, we would still love to have that in the game like we used to want to have. You know, and, and the developers yeah. and, and all wanted to have. It's that now... It's changed to that's not even part of the vision we have now for the game because we don't think it's a valuable gameplay loop. That, you know, that's right. what makes it, me mad about that, um, you know, aspect. And it, and it goes into that exactly what you were saying before, Nurgle. It, it's, 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 it's just the disappointing and the letdown and, you know, the, the just whole changing of, uh, of the of the communication we're getting, it's like they say in politics. It's not it's not the crime; it's the cover up. It, it's the same thing. It's not the bug; it's the lying about the bug. Yeah, and obfuscating that they're changing their the scope of their vision. Like they're saying right. something different about it than that. They're not saying, "Yeah, we used to want this, but we don't have the resources for it right now." They're trying to convince us that there wouldn't be good gameplay there. 
um, right. when Down to Earth makes a video about ship interiors that is like, well, yeah, Good. exactly. And, and uh, you know, we, I've had many discussions with people uh, outlining many that we, well, shoot, we've talked to him before about the things that could happen with ship interiors. And you talk about Star Citizen and stuff like that. Um, one of the points he lays out specifically about ship interiors that is unassailable, in my opinion, is the the they're saying, well, that's boring gameplay. You don't want to have to trek across your ship each time. Um, I absolutely do. <laughs> well, first of all, Dubs absolutely does, and I pretty much do too. But the idea absolutely. is that there's that time delay is going to interfere with something. This whole game from the start has been based on time delays. Super Cruise is oh, yeah. an intentional time delay. Uh, being able to only land at the A star of any system is an intentional time delay. And now in Odyssey, having to walk from the turbo lift to your ship is that time delay. You just don't get to do it inside your ship. And Down to Earth points out that he's changed the way he's playing. He's preferring to fly smaller ships because the walk is smaller. And that's a thing he has to think about. He has to sacrifice internal slots for that. And that's part of the gameplay. That's a give and take that that happens in a well-designed game. So it's there. Technically, they're already doing it, but they're in denial about it. And what makes it kind of more perplexing is that as we've said a bunch of times, they adding ship interiors would be adding arcs, uh, you know, arcs Absolutely. sales to their pockets. Fine. Absolutely. Yeah, so why, you know, if if we accept their argument that walking around a ship interior is boring gameplay, which I don't, but let's for a moment accept their argument. Right. Fine. Why does the walk from the ship across the hangar exist? Exactly. Yep. Why don't you just black out and you know and come out the lift? If if walking across the ship is boring gameplay, walking across the hangar is thirty times more boring. Why so, don't when you lock onto a system or a planet to supercruise to, doesn't it just black out and put you at the planet? I I, I mean there's lots of boring stuff, but it's a matter of finding your fun in those gameplay loops and there's plenty of yeah. Fun, stupid shit. I mean, we could easily, I mean, everybody's come up with their own random ideas of how it could be fun. But Jesus Christ, sitting in the, the back room of Ty's Corvette and we're all in Elite Dangerous and we're sitting around a table and we're actually playing Dungeons and Dragons, but we're flying through yeah. space while we're doing it. That would I be mean, awesome. You yeah. know, it's just, you find, it's a sandbox. You find your own fun. That's just another shovel in the sandbox that we could yep. find gameplay with. I'm just saying. We could yeah, install a, a boardroom in Trax Cutter, right? well, in Trax Corvette, and we could all do the show from a table in Trax Corvette. Yeah, we could be doing that right now. <laughs> exactly. Emoting. I would, our- I would I would record that video other. to use on YouTube. That would be Absolutely. worthwhile to, to deal awesome. with the, the two gigabytes of data each week. I would do it just <laughs> for that visual. Yep. Absolutely. I, I want to role play as Amos from the expanse in the back of like <laughs> track the ship, yeah. you know, fixing shit and you know, repelling borders or you know, you know, meeting them at the door with a shotgun or something like that. Right. It, there, there's so much. And one thing that Down to Earth touched on uh, in that that I had not even considered. Um, was the way it could change the um, the mission gameplay for things like around crash ships, where if you had a crash anaconda yes. and you had to work your way through the corridors of that crash anaconda, and there are pirate 
fruits or whatever in different rooms and is great but like come on the voice of optimism here though is in order to have any of that they had to get legs just working and functioning. that is right that is true so that's that's my hope but then again that's also where i get annoyed because to sell this as you know a full functioning expansion rather than just charging people to beta test this stuff i Hmm. i would be I'd be ecstatic and be playing this game and everything else. If it's like, well, this is kind of a live beta. Everything you're doing will transfer into whenever we get this thing figured out, but you can pay now and you can join this new universe doing these new engineers and everything else. But just know it's buggy and we're working it out, but they didn't do that. They sold it as a complete game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's left me wondering, is this the expansion that the sole purpose is just to add this new, this one new element to get it working. And then the next expansion is supposed to, you know, build upon that in a, a more important way. Or is it going to be part of the update cycle of this after we get, you know, past the console? So, we're, I mean, we're really looking at a year out because consoles at the end of this year, maybe if, if they're able to keep their, their own, um, uh, deadlines with just yeah. minimal with with just minimal pushbacks because I, I would be really surprised if they don't have to push it back a a, a couple of times. And the way they um, handled it, do you have faith? Even if they came out and said that, no, 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 our plan no, is to do this no, after no, the tree, no. the branch, and trunk, and all that bullshit. I, I, I don't, don't have any, that trust right at all. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to to really you know believe anything at this point either. They we are way way past believing anything and it's put up or shut up at this point. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it just, again, it goes back to, well, what, what are they thinking in, in terms of, of that long-term vision? Because they, they haven't given any indication that they know. And yeah. that, that is the worrisome aspect of it to me is, you know, this is a game that you can very easily sink a, you know, boatload of hours into and, and get sucked into, um, how, how, what is the long-term perspective of, of this? Where well, are we I going? I think that, you know, to, to answer what you, your first question about whether the next expansion is really going to be a big one or whether we're going to see things piecemealed out over updates, I think it's, it's going to be both. We're going to see this, we're going to see Odyssey evolve over a series of updates. And then, of course, whatever the next expansion is, we'll build off of Odyssey as a base. But I I think they probably do have something that resembles a plan for elite past Odyssey and where they want to go. But in typical FDEB fashion, they're not sharing that with anybody. We don't talk about things like that. My fear is this disaster is shortening the life of this game and on a whole right. yeah right. that's and that's a really valid fear too because I mean, you look at the player numbers and they were riding the wave of good publicity and 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 good player numbers they they were going up before odyssey there was a huge spike at odyssey and now 
it has fallen off a cliff. Squandered. I had no yeah, intention exactly. of buying Star Citizen. That is the None. story of Odyssey. It is an opportunity score. And Let me all this. because they had to rush a release that wasn't ready. Yep. And they've lost players they'll never get back. Who is asking something? I was going to say, let me ask you guys this. Um, what do you think they, you know, I, th- I think Arthur and some others have, have said there are definitely features that are coming that aren't in the game yet. And of course, we assume that means they're, they're coming after console release. Yes. Um, this was the what was supposed to be part of this yeah, roadmap. And then what was supposed release. to be part of the it's, dev stream, this sort of stuff. Right. Right. So what what do we think about that as far as do we do do we think they have that ready beyond, um, you oh, know, do we yeah. just think that that is ships and, you know, a ship and the SRV that we're supposed to be getting? Or it, is there more? And Thargoid ground combat. Thargoid ground combat. Oh, yeah. Thar- yeah, it's it's the, three the ground combat. Yeah, right. Ships, SRVs, and Thargoid ground combat. Do you think they have anything to gain at this point by holding off on those reveals until console launch? Or no. go ahead no. yes. and... Yep. Oh, reveal do, do, it. Do, do, right. I, I say not, yes. not not release it. Not releasing it, but start to pull the curtain back on. Yes. Hey, here are the things. Yeah, or, let me know what's in the future. I want to know the development plans. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, th- those I, of us closest sorry, Trex, I jumped on you there. I'm just saying those of us it who live and breathe this game, I mean in this lobby of us talking right now, there's probably twenty thousand plus hours. Absolutely. We are so close to this. We're doing a goddamn podcast once a week. We're living in a Discord. We are so close to this game. And other Discords that do this, Live Radio, uh, you know, the Burr Pit, Elite Week, you know, all, all these other Discords. These are people that are deep into this. And we're not a giant proportion of the community. There's a lot of people that play this game casually. So if you start revealing stuff, these our communities, we want to hear this and it will give us something to look forward to and will be excited for. The general community won't even hear a lot of these tidbits or don't even care. They're just playing a damn game. So let us know what's coming so we can report it and the hardcores are going to hear about it. The rest, it'll still be a surprise to them because they're just not paying fucking attention. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I mean, it, it, it strikes me that it would even be considered... You know, the, the sort of thing that we're talking about, you know, it's not like story points or anything like that. Just just features of the game that you would think that they would want to tease, even even if the you know casual community does pick well, up on it, that it would be a selling point. Instead, shutting I, some down entirely, <laughs> like ship interiors. And yeah. I think, um, okay, I, I think, I think that to, specifically to that point, um, story points, I would. I do support them keeping that close to the yes, chest. Absolutely. And I think Thargoid, anything Thargoid counts as story points. Okay. Everything else they should absolutely be teasing. Saying there's new ships in store and no other words, great. Yeah. You know, say, even and, singular, and new ship. Oh, yeah. who knows? <laughs> you know, whatever. And, and don't tell us when. I don't care. Like, those are things like that that you can throw out there. And um, of course, none of this matters if if we don't trust what they say, which unfortunately, I don't know how long that's going to take to earn back because that is uh, fucking blown. That is yeah. over. Um, but, you know, so Thargoids, like, I think they've already spilled too much by putting that in their, like, control bindings and stuff like humanoid 
all these references to humanoid mm-hmm. weapon holsters and give me a break guys that was that was hack stuff but anyway whatever it's out there obviously that's happening at some point as long as the game doesn't um as long as the the money plug doesn't get pulled or something before it ever comes out but that's happening but ship interiors like these are all things that were abs i mean there's video demo from before this game came out of like oh look you know and somebody mm-hmm. wandering onto what looks like the deck of a type 9 and um you know this is all stuff that was on the roadmap i mean he's saying like oh being able to to board each other's ships all this stuff is was definitely part of the vision at one point. So just quietly not talking about it anymore and then saying there's no plans for this, that's corporate boardroom bullshit. Um, That doesn't help. That doesn't convince us that we shouldn't... It doesn't convince trolls that they shouldn't throw vitriol at your community managers who are standing out there trying to receive all this flack. Um, It doesn't convince people like us who are not going to throw shit at your community managers to not be bummed on a Thursday. Like, I'm going to go do my podcast now. I'm sincerely bummed about the only game that's good enough to hold my attention right now. Like, that sucks so bad. And, uh, you know, I don't... I think I think that the, the point is correct that... The feat had to happen. The feat was a, a building block that was necessary for the rest of it to happen. Um, and obviously, it's not ready for them to also add the ship interiors and also add the this and that and all the gameplay that could possibly come along with that. And that's why it was pulled and it isn't ready. It isn't. It took too long to develop and it needs to be fixed and so on and so on. But then, but 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 to tell us that it's because we don't think that's good gameplay. Really, I mean, that is a hard push at we really yeah. don't want to put it in. Now, if you don't want to put it actually. in because of the development time and you really don't think you can, you don't think you have the money, you've got to be honest about that because if if people don't have a reasonable expectation of what you're planning to put into the game that they're essentially dedicating a lot of their lives to, then they're just going to feel ripped off. It doesn't matter how many hours of entertainment I got for my X number of dollars. And obviously like the amount of entertainment I've got out of this game is way more than the money I've put in. I still, you know, for me, like I still felt ripped off by what happened with Odyssey. You know what I mean? Like, how is that fair to FDev? How is that fair to the devs that that is how I feel? That is how I've been made to feel. I couldn't possibly have felt any other way because I keep getting, frankly, obviously lied to and 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 having things just have them just pretend that these other things don't exist for the wrong reasons and and mm. mm-hmm. yes yeah they're not I doing want, themselves any favors yeah I, so so okay so dubs and data become the the shining lights of hope and glory in this because they're the Aww. ones among us who are having fun in Odyssey and I they both bought Star Citizen two nights ago. Just because okay. I bought Star Citizen doesn't, doesn't mean I'm done with no. Elite. I, I still say you were genuinely, done with it. <laughs> yeah. So I bought I need, it because I was bullied. I need <laughs> dubs, I need <laughs> I need dubs and data time. I need to know like I'm not saying like talk about something else. If 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 you have a positive angle or if you have anything like I want to know what your interpretation is from the perspective of somebody who's playing Odyssey and having fun, and like tell me, 
how you see it differently than we do. Please. I, I'm having I'm having fun with Odyssey, but I don't look forward to logging in every evening as much as I used to. Like my excitement levels are going down. I think for me it was it just it just seems there's no long term or at least not a communicated long term vision for the game. Like what else is gonna be in there? Like if this and that was that was one of the things in Hawks Gaming's review when he recommended not buying the expansion just yet was uh, like I, if, I believe if, the idea if, is if this, the, this game the on-foot was gameplay. It. It, right, if the on-foot gameplay is just grinding to improve yeah. the on-foot gameplay. Yeah, it's not even grinding to improve the on-foot gameplay. Like you're grinding to upgrade your weapons and your suits, but to do <laughs> what exactly? You yeah. grind to upgrade so that you can grind better to upgrade more. But then what what is there to do? Okay, so my suits are maxed out, my weapons are maxed out. Let's go do some ground C CZs. Okay, whoop de doo. That was fun for five minutes. You uh, could do but those if I, with the base if I gear. Wanna do, yeah. You, yeah. You, you can do that in base gear. It's there needs to be more for the unfoot gameplay. I mean it's still fun. It's still good. I'm glad they did it. But I would just like just, to know that there is more planned other than <laughs> multiple bug fixes. That, that big developers update forum post where the long-term plan was there is no plan that we can tell you about right now. That, wow. that was disappointing. Yeah, or, or when they included the top five, uh, yeah. uh, what do you call it, the top five requested issue bug trackers. fixes or issue yeah. tracker. Like, look, you didn't have to tell me that in a post. I can just go fucking look myself. <laughs> oh, I'll, I just I'll remember my favorite that. part of last week's show when I was laying in a hammock talking about it. And uh, I don't remember, uh, it's verbatim, but somebody mentioned that they're look. Yes, we are looking at the top five things on the tra- bug tracker and track sked. <laughs> Goddamn fucking right! You better be looking at those. I mean, they're the top five. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I laughed out loud when just laying in a hammock by myself. I laughed out loud when Trex said that. We get it. You're in a hammock. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like you've already said, Trex. Like the old game's you. still there. It's still fun. It's still good. It's there's not like a specific reason for me to want to launch Odyssey because just. If they added just some of the stuff we can do in Star Citizen, that would be outstanding because the on-foot depth in that game is, you know, pretty impressive. Yes. But, I don't know. I'm just not easy easy to make salty. I mean, I'm still going to have fun with it either way, and when I get a little bored of it, I'll just go play a different game. We'll go slaughter some zombies and Left for Dead, you know? Yeah. It's definitely much healthier outlook than mine. Yeah, I mean, I, then again, I... Maybe I wasn't as hurt as you are because I, you know, being so heavily invested in VR and then just being slapped in the face like, hey, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. We're not we're not going to support VR, even though we told you, you we were going to when you paid us cash for this product. So that's probably why I'm not as butthurt is because I don't really play it in VR. So okay. that wasn't something that affected me. You know, I flat yeah, screen it anyway. He yeah. just called you butthurt. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, data? More points? It's Anything? fun, guys. It's still a good game. I still recommend buying Odyssey. If for nothing else, then to at least give them more development. You know, more money to yeah. develop with. Give to them pay more their developers. Money. 
It's called, mm. it's I called mean, Runway really? in the software world. Hopefully, hopefully they take that money and they invest it wisely in the development and not into the pockets of investors. That's that's where I think the company is probably getting sucked dry. Is the investors just want their money, and they don't give a shit about development. And they yeah, just go back to crowdsourcing. Look at people are still crowdsourcing. Uh, fucking forgot the name. Star Star Citizen. If 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 Frontier came out and like redid another crowdsource guess what my ass would be pitching in because hey there's no uh, investors to please they don't have to okay go on that Let's Fair take it right down the line um there's a kickstarter tomorrow apoc are you are you uh in are you a backer yes chig yes because no i'm i was gonna say yes because that would be a that would be letting the money talk about where I want this development to go to and like here's my money and focus it laser focus it on this game not on everything else you have going on it in Frontier Towers or whatever Mm -hmm. put it here this is this this is my support for this title use it break away create your own budget you know with this Kickstarter or whatever to to pour that in and let the game reflect the support that it has. Hey, Chig? No fucking chance. No no chance. They have zero... I have zero faith in anything that they say at this point. If all of a sudden they're like... That's what Odyssey was, is me paying them to do that. I've bought a shit ton of money in ARCs. I've invested heavily and let's not talk about flight gear good god but i've spent <laughs> that money doesn't go to them but i mean arcs buying odyssey buying the premium in odyssey because even at the time i'm like i don't even care about alpha testing uh, air quotes alpha testing because i don't want to pay somebody to test their game but because i love this game so much i bought the the premium early access bullshit that i didn't even care about because i wanted to support this game so, so yes, by buying I will support by buying chick by buying the product some of that money went to frontier developments as a whole and not the elite dangerous development crew if the kickstarter were to specifically break elite dangerous off of frontier fuck the rest of it i don't give a shit about their other yeah. lame ass games well you're if adding elite dangerous in there if elite dangerous were to secede from frontier <laughs> and start a Kickstarter campaign to fix so the game in the way it's supposed to be. So like, if we had then, yes, Raven, I would no, no, no. absolutely. So what you're I saying is absolutely put in. Raven that. comes out publicly saying this game has gone off my vision. I'm pissed. I'm branching this off of Frontier Development. Not just, not just branching off. No, leaving. Fuck leaving. Frontier Development. Raven Fuck. says no I'm taking my IP. Moving off to the side, and we're doing our own thing. Yes, we're gonna build the engine from scratch. Wait, what? I don't know about from scratch. I don't know about that. that. There's no way they could ever do what you're saying. It just yeah, they can't. Okay, okay. Dubs, are you are you backing a Kickstarter tomorrow? I'm I'm backing a Kickstarter. I would try it. I would I would I would have the faith that they could do it. Data and if if not if not I've wasted more money. On worse shit. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> True that. True that. I'm not pre-ordering any more games. No, no Kickstarter. Yeah. And that's oh, what Kickstartering okay. is. That's yeah. that's pre-order. Right. Uh, yeah, I would just on the condition that that Kickstarter 
comes with an honest-to-God roadmap of where they're going to go, I would consider it. But short of that, absolutely not. All right. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Yeah, I, I, um, I was just saying. Don't it. fool me again. It, it, it would have to. It would have to come under the, you know, the condition would have to be that you know the the fucking penny pinching assholes up at the top of Frontier, whoever whoever the assholes were that forced the hand of the early Odyssey release. As long as they are pushed out of the picture, if they are not a part of it, that it's completely different. Okay. Yeah, now, okay, uh, APOC, finally, our guest. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, most Kickstarters come with, like, more conditions on, like, mileposts and, and you know, think, uh, milestones that they have to meet along the way than what we've been getting from FDEV, you know, over the, the last several yeah, months. Yeah, but, like, so, Star Citizen and, and, was and, supposed and, to release in November of 2014. And they're still right. kickstarting. So yeah. Well, this is a well, hypothetical. Like said, this is a hypothetical, and and I kind of took it from the position that that Dubs, you know, explained of where you know, Elite becomes its own self-funded, you know, project, and you know, to to get us to the next point in Elite, um, and if that were to happen, then then I think you know the, the there's something about that that kind of re I think would refocus the management and the development team, uh, you know, heads and and everything uh, that would just kind of you know make it a little bit scrappier and 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 be that con- country uh, company that is hungry for um, you know uh, meeting you know exceeding expectations and goals and you know it mm. needs a little bit of that and and I th- right now we have the the classic example of a company having some success and resting on its laurels with a with a one property while they do other things and i and i, I kind of think that's what they've done here they they, 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 they delivered they something the, the they, they delivered well on the first kickstarter yeah I think they need a little bit of that attitude again, a little bit more of that kick in the butt from you know uh, across the board. Didn't the original Kickstarter say that there would be ship interiors and stealing ships? And- oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's all on yeah. the record as being part of the vision. It doesn't mean like they owe it to me by a certain day or something, but to pretend that it's not part of the vision without saying, "Yeah, we scrapped that." You okay, know what I mean? Like if that's not part of your vision, then you then stand up and say, "Like, look, here's." here's what we're changing about our vision and here's the real reasons why. And then like, I can decide like, do I support that or not? Well, Trax. Don't tell me there's no good gameplay in ship interiors. Trax, would you support a Kickstarter? I, um, I'm really on team no pre-orders anymore because of how badly I was burned. Mm -hmm. That's what a Kickstarter is. But I will say right now, like there are things that could change my mind about that. Um, it's tough to say exactly what those would be, but it, you know, the kind of things where the the kind of things like like true communication changes that are promised and then delivered on, I feel like would go a long way. And um, there's a lot that could that could change how I feel. Horizons is still my favorite game, like full stop. So. Because there's there's nothing else. I mean, that's that's the other problem. Is I I do find myself feeling like, from a business and market perspective, that there's no competition. Like for for me personally, like there's they have no competitors. So like, what do they have to to chase? Um, because the people the the games that are seen as competitors to this game for me they are not competitors. 
at all. And so it, it like is meaningless. And so I, I, that, that makes me feel very trapped. But, you know, I think there, you know, it's tough as a hypothetical. Yeah. There's something you could do that would make me back it. Um, it would depend on what that scope was and, and what the milestones, the promises, things like that. Um, show me, and and absolutely I would. But as it stands now, like I don't intend to pre-order any game again for as long as I live. Uh, but I don't know, something could change my mind, I guess. So <laughs> is that the it's your time, Braben? <laughs> it's Braben's time to stand up and okay. do it again. I want to talk about some other stuff. Um, we've obviously made our points very clear on this. Uh, Chig, you told me you had some Chig chat to do. We here at Loose Screws never end a sentence with a preposition. Yeehaw. Yeah, I decided uh, Chick Chat this week would get back to what Chick Chat is supposed to be, just non-elite stuff. We've been very elite intensive tonight, bitching and everything. And remember when I first started doing the show, like at the end of the show, I'd throw random movie anniversaries. So I figured I'd make us feel really old tonight. I'll, I'll throw in some movie anniversaries. All these happened within like a week ago or two weeks ago. And within the next coming week. And uh thought I'd throw this so we can all feel old. Um <laughs> first uh, uh the movie AI, did you guys see that one with uh yeah. um yeah that uh damn kid yes at Spielberg I think it was originally supposed to be never mind but it it, it was a creepy movie. That's twenty years old. Uh, it when I saw it in the oh. theater it was one of those movies that I was like, I walked out and I'm like, I'm not sure I like that. But then I thought about it the entire next day. So it was one of those brain creeper ones. Uh, we'll just keep moving our way back. Uh, uh, we just celebrated the 4th of July. Independence Day was 25 years old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to God. Earth. Welcome to Earth. Earth. <laughs> um, I'm back. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah. You can make fun of the science, you know, the mass of their ships oh, yeah. in comparison oh, yeah. to the moon, what it would have done, all of that. But overall, it was a great action movie. It was entertaining, and and you know, it it is what it was. It was a it was a summer blockbuster that you just yeah. turn your brain off and enjoy. Now you go only uh, five years before that, Terminator Two. Uh, uh, you know, still Gina one of the Cameron. finest sci-fis of all time. Amen. Absolutely genius movie, and yeah, that is thirty years old uh, this week. Um, another one that's thirty years old. Uh, I think it was actually a few weeks ago, but I'm just throwing it in there because, God damn it, Keanu Reeves rocks. Point Break is thirty years old. Um, <laughs> uh, now we're gonna go forty years old. This is really gonna. <laughs> to date some of us i'm gonna go let's go to That's comedy first me. we've exceeded uh, tracks uh, you're gonna know all three of these movies i'm sure stripes with bill murray oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah that's a fact jack yeah. great goddamn movie that's 40 years old now i'll go the least popular the next two but everybody knows escape from new york uh yeah. kurt russell is snake Plissken. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. 40 years old now, another one in this week, 40 years ago, Raiders of the Lost Ark, 40 oh. years old. Wow. Which, 
I absolutely, I, I absolutely used to love that movie, and I don't remember what it was. Big Bang Theory pointed out how that movie was utterly pointless because his character and trying to stop them from getting the arc was completely pointless. Everything he did in the whole movie to stop them, he ended up not stopping them. And at the end of the movie, they opened it and they all died. So even if <laughs> even if he didn't exist, the same outcome would have happened. So I, I have a hard time with that movie since hearing that theory. But still, great ride the first I don't know, half dozen times you see it. So that's all I'm doing. Just, it was, uh, remind you all of how old you are. So that, that's oh, all. Anybody know stripes. any old movies or want to talk movie. about any of those movies? Go ahead. Stripes is fantastic. Amen. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Francis. <laughs> Calm down, Francis. Oh my God. With that, that, was it mud wrestling and John yes. Candy, the late, great John Candy jumping right in there, just beating the crap out of some bikini clad women. It was, <laughs> What the hell? John Candy, the lean, mean wrestling machine. Amen. <laughs> so we re wonderful. We rewatched uh, Alien this weekend. We always watch oh. some classic sci-fi on Fourth of July weekend for some reason, and uh, usually it's either Alien or Terminator Two. And uh, oh man, it's so good. Nineteen seventy nine. But yeah, oh yeah, still Ridley, so good. Ridley Scott. Yep, genius. And, uh, it was the. It, I think it was the first time I'd seen the uh, director cut. Uh, watch mm. that and Alien uh, Aliens, uh, the director cut. And oh man. Great, so, great stuff. Right, the the where where he finds uh, I can't remember the captain's name. Oh shoot, uh, where she she but she finds him near the end, right? And he's like being transformed into an egg or something. It was really before they'd kind of flushed out the whole uh, xenomorph life cycle. They were really right, right, playing fast it, and loose with it. But he kill me, you know. Oh. Yeah, the director's yeah. cut's great. There's some juicy stuff yeah. in there. That, and it, and, and I, I think the same thing for Terminator Two. But anyway, yeah. In Aliens, it gives such a good pro, you know, like preamble to the whole story as far as uh, the director's cut, like showing the the actual um, the occupants of the settlement finding finding the ship, you know, and <laughs> yeah. And and setting it up, and it's like, why did they ever cut this? You know, because it was whatever year it was, and you didn't make two and a half hour movie action movies so then. <laughs> you know? But today, that's nothing. Right, right, really great stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah genius. Yeah, I, I turned forty in six months, so yeah, I'm I'm starting to really realize the oh that movie was great oh wait that movie was 30 years oh yeah oh, <laughs> the, the the time frames are starting to kind of blow my mind a little bit now yeah uh -huh. no not, all us, not all of us are as old as nurgle but man we're feeling it <laughs> yeah yeah some of some of us saw every one of those movies in the theater when they were first released <laughs> uh, damn near damn near <laughs> <laughs> oh my god true alien was uh my parents first date was alien oh, oh wow. god uh, so. that explains a lot yeah that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i took a date to see that movie <laughs> i think i dated something in that movie <laughs> oh i definitely have dated something in that movie yes sigourney weaver I, I wish, Jesus! Yeah. Especially back then. Good God! Ooh, yeah, in her little cotton panties. Good God, man! What are you doing to me? <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Place. 
so I've got some I've got some stuff in uh, community comms today. Uh, it's been it has been posed that the loose screws should have a CQC event this coming Tuesday, the thirteenth of July, at eight p.m. Central Time. And I'm pretty sure we stipulated this is going to be in Horizons, right? It I mean, will be in Horizons. Everybody has Horizons. So. No, wait. That, and just for the record, this wasn't my idea. This was no, no. I think Hater it was Hate's idea. Yeah, he, he, was had Hate. to, he had to run because his cat burst into flame or something like that. Something but along those lines. I'm not sure what he said. He uses that excuse a lot. I got to be honest. I'm starting Very to think it's code for something else. I yeah. think it's. I think his wife just lights cats on fire as a hobby. <laughs> Ooh. Could be. Mm. She's pregnant. Uh, anyway. Hormones. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so planning that for this coming Tuesday after the podcast comes out, uh, the 13th of July. So be there if you can in Horizons uh, CQC, and we'll see if we can get some games going. Um, I will yeah, just show up in the Discord. 100% yeah, just, committed, but yeah. Just show up in the Discord or... Just start queuing, and you'll probably bump into us that evening. Yeah, we'll probably make some. We'll probably make some new channels for it because we have those limited teams of four channels. We'll we'll make something new so everybody can be together. Um, okay. Uh, other other than that, I I pulled up this thing from the AXI. It is Academy Week from the 10th to 18th of July. There's a link in the show notes to the forum post for the duration of this event. Our mentors will be accepting trainees for personal guidance giving you tips and tricks on how to overcome your next challenge sign up via the following form and you'll be assigned to one of the four trainee teams each guided by a pair of mentors and compete against other three teams to see who can advance their skills the furthest and trainees will receive full access to a private channel in discord i think i'm having to scroll uh so they can communicate with the mentors uh, and you can sign up at any point uh, even if the event's already started so if you haven't done um, any Thargoid combat before, now's a great time. If you have done Thargoid combat before, now's a great time. Um, go hang out with AXI. It sounds like fun. That sounds awesome. Cool. Um, that's all I have for the show. Does anybody have any other business or dirty laundry they want to air? I'll tack on one thing to the community uh, part. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm going to be taking part in um, one of the expeditions uh, that's beginning this Saturday. It's the Apollo 15 Anniversary Expedition. And uh, this is put on by Commander Yannick, not to be confused with Yamix, the streamer or the YouTuber. Latvian. Um, yeah, uh, this is the guy that put on the uh, a big Apollo 11 50th Anniversary um, Expedition a couple of years ago, uh, which I think is the third highest attended um, expedition right after the two distant worlds expeditions. Um, so the, the Apollo 15 anniversary is coming up. Um, and this has kind of become like the last hurrah for Horizons since um, when this expedition finishes up in, um, in August where it will be close to um, or closer to the console release, presumably. And, you know, at that point, Horizons gets rolled into, you know, all the new Odyssey tech. And um, so a lot of people are using this as a chance to get out and really see the galaxy, before, you know, for one last time, the way it exists now 
in Horizons um, before all that goes away. And as of now, there's currently 467 participants signed up for that expedition. I expect it to probably get 500 by Saturday when they uh, start to jump out. Uh, It's not a super, super long expedition like some of the others. It's all total round trip, about 20,000 light years. Um, So uh, head over to EDSM to to get all the details there if, uh, if you're interested. Yeah, we'll get a link. I'll, I'll add a link before we publish the show notes. The if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the one where they found an Earth-like with a moon that is strikingly similar that they can actually land on? Or was that the I, Apollo 11 anniversary expedition? That may have been that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Do you know what is? Is there what what what's um, noteworthy about the itinerary? this if you have anything on the top of your head um you know it's just um you know just your typical expedition to go out there and um you know like i said kind of enjoy the the sights and of of horizons one last time there will be um you know basically apollo 15 was considered um sort of you know the the last of the um where the public imagination was really captured by the apollo space program Mm -hmm. Uh, where, you know, we'd done it four times. And after that, it was the first time they used the uh, lunar rover and and everything. Um, And then after that, you know, public interest began to wane. And um, uh, it it really, you know, led to sort of a a down period in NASA. So there's some poetic poetic intent, I think, you know, well, either intentionally or unintentionally, where it just matches up kind of with things that are going on in the community. But um, from... From looking, I didn't participate in the Apollo 11 one, but looking back on um, on how that was done, there, there's a lot of like history and, and just discussing, um, you know, things like that. And um, um, just, um, you know, kind of informative, fun, really cool discord they got going on. A lot of great people over there. And, you know, it's one of the things that, and I, you know, the discussions we've had earlier, I don't want people to get the impression that I'm not having a good time. I have in the last 24 hours done over a billion in trade in this game. I'm having plenty of fun in this game. I just, you know, <laughs> also very vocal about my criticisms, but, um, but, uh, like I said earlier, it's the community stuff that really makes, you know, this game, you know, special and get involved with those. So, um, maybe if you're, you're kind of down in the dumps and, and want to join up with something and, uh, haven't done expeditions before, it'd be a great one to, to hop on. Nice. Very good. Yeah, thanks for throwing that in there. Um, Okay. Uh, Good show. Well, I mean, I think. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) uh, it it seems like it was it. Well, that sure was a podcast. Uh, If you (laughs) like the show, please rate and review on your podcast app. It helps people find the show. And you can join us on Discord at discord.io slash loose screws and check out the merch store we have at loosecrewsed.com. Uh, for all kinds of stuff like mugs and t-shirts and hoodies and random stuff like like uh, stainless steel tumblers stuff like that and hey if there's something you want that to, if there's something you want us to write loose screws on and then and then send to you let us know because we can probably make that happen um anyway there was a flurry of activity in the merch store a little while ago and then uh it all died off again so let me remind you um you can 
you can wear the loose, loose Screws logo in public anytime you want. All you got to do is go over to loosecrewsed.com and order one of those T-shirts or hoodies, and um, that'll be loads of fun. So thanks for joining me, everybody. I'm going to say thanks to Hate, who had to step away. Uh, APOC 5, sir, thanks for coming on. Uh, great addition to the show. Thanks for your thoughts. Uh, thanks, Chig. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Chig. Thanks, Dubs. Thanks, Data. Thanks, Nurgle. Uh, it's Make sure real. you thank Craig, who just hung on for an entire episode without G Hark. Yeah. Well, Craig, the glorious when, when he, recording robot. When Trek said that, well, it was a podcast, I'd say the chance is not entirely zero that it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Craig, Craig was the only one here and G Hark wasn't. So I, we'll see if we've got a podcast. Yeah, there, it was entirely possible that there was no podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> we Craig just hung out and talked for two hours. <laughs> Wow. Hit record, do it again. Everyone remember what they said? Good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> top. No, not going right. to happen. Thank do you want a cheese? Oh, yes. absolutely. Cheese me. It, it's really not a real cheese, but we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> I've done like 50 or 60 episodes of this now. It's hard to keep coming up with cheeses. There's, yeah. it, it gets obscure at this point. So I was watching... Um, Foods That Made America. Have you guys seen that on the History Channel? It's a goddamn awesome show. Yes. But th- there was the, there's the, the battle of like uh, potato chips in the Northeast, and then Fritos started like in the South, Southwest area. And they were battling, and then like World War II hit, and like food rationing and everything started. And like the guy who invented Frito was smart enough to get a hold of the army and tell them, Hey, I've got a great product. It doesn't spoil, has more calories than meat per ounce, blah, blah, blah. And the army started using Fritos. So then after the war, as militaries are wont to do, they had a huge surplus of random shit. So after the Frito guy had reached out to him, they reached out to him after the war. And it's like, we've got a shit ton of this, uh, dehydrated powdered cheese stuff. Do you want it? And he's like, um, sure. Didn't know what he was going to do with it. But at the time there were these, uh, corn puff things that people didn't like to eat. They weren't very good. They were feeding them to cows and stuff. And he put this powdered (laughs) cheese on them and they became Cheetos. (laughs) So the cheese of the week is fucking Cheetos. Stay cheesy, everybody. You don't like it. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Plus, yeah, that's a wow. you know, so, side note, uh, yeah, the war ends and they've also got a literal army of people trained to eat Cheetos or uh, Fritos. <laughs> so uh, pretty much, bad. pretty much. It's crazy, isn't <laughs> that's it? That's not bad. All right. History. All right, thanks. Yeah, history. Um, we'll see you next time. And I hope that Elite isn't history. Hmm. Oh, mm. shit. Bye bye. It'll be okay. fine. But this Stay episode is. Stay screwy. Yeah, <laughs> that flashing sound. Hit the button. Hit the red button. All right. Okay.